Week 13 had a little bit of everything happen from upsets to blowouts to a couple of oldies showing flashes of their former selves. I'm Adam Wright along with CJ Medeiros and Justin Tucker. You're listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power 88 and Secret Weapon Consulting. So guys, this is going to be a good episode. We have some good stuff going on. The Bengals beating the Chiefs yet again. What else is new there? The 49ers managed to rout the Dolphins with a third-string quarterback, might I add. And Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers were able to lead their teams to comeback victories. That used to happen a lot more often back in the day, but this year has been a bit of an exception. We're going to talk about that. But first of all, how are you guys? It's becoming finals week. Yeah, you know... Yeah, you know, we were like as I've mentioned, I've probably said this many times, you know, or we've all said it. We're uh, you know, we're we're college students, you know. We uh you know, first semester is almost over and it's finals week for like the first half of the year. It's yeah, you know. I mean we still have good conversations. We were talking about yeah. the incredible hawk, we were talking about food, it's been good. It's been good. It's one of yeah. my favorite movies. Which one, Eric Bana or the one or the other one? Uh, Daniel or Norton, Norton there, Edward Norton. Uh, uh, Edward uh, Norton. Well, no, the the, uh, the MCU one, the MCU one. But okay. we, we are we are on football. Right. I'll take we, we, we want to get to that. Um, but I wanted to start with the Cincinnati Bengals. So they managed to beat the Kansas City Chiefs again. So I believe this is what three times in the past two in these past two seasons where it's happened, yes. and. Mm-hmm. I wanted to I wanted to touch on this real quick. So we've talked a lot over the past couple seasons about the quarterback rivalry between Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. But are we talking about the wrong one? Because Joe Burrow, in this same stretch of time, has been showing out. He's been to a Super Bowl already in his just just in his sophomore season, and his uh, him and the Bengals have gotten the best of Patrick Mahomes and company every single time they have played. So, guys, should we be talking more about Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow as the next great quarterback rivalry? CJ, can you please go first? All right, sure. Ah, uh, Now, the reason people talk about Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen is strictly because they're both the most talented. You know, but when it comes to actual production, Mahomes versus Burrow makes more sense because everybody knows that when it comes to rankings, uh, Mahomes is arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. And, you know, everyone, it's always like Mahomes or Allen, Mahomes or Allen. But Burrow, Burrow's somebody who's not nearly as good as Mahomes, yet he continually gets the better of him. Like so far, Burroughs just had his just had Mahomes' number. And while I don't think it's as explosive as a matchup of Mahomes and Allen, it's something that certainly bears talking about. And I feel like there could be two great rivalries that are equal. You know, it could be Mahomes and Allen and Mahomes and Burrow. All right, talk. This is kind of tough. I wouldn't say that just yet because I don't think Joe Burrow is the same caliber as a Josh Allen. And when I look at these rivalries, I don't look at it as like quarterback to quarterback more. So I look at it as team to team. It's not like Josh Allen hasn't been showing up. 
last time the Chiefs and the Bills faced off, I'm pretty sure the Bills won. So it's not like it's getting out of hand like the Chiefs have won like three straight like the Cincinnati did the Chiefs. But again, I think that's a little more of a rivalry. I think that's those two are the two potential AFC championship teams outside of the Baltimore Ravens. But again, uh, Cincinnati, I think Joe Burrow as a whole, I don't know what it is against that Chiefs defense, but he always seems to find a way to carve it up when he has Jamar Chase in the lineup just the way it is. I believe that team as a whole all just does have their number, and it's going to take a while before the Chiefs figure it out. But I believe in the playoffs this year, if they do face each other, they'll be able to figure it out. But I think the rivalry is more so Allen to Mahomes than it is Burrow to Mahomes, even though the record is 3-0 for Burrow's favor. Yeah. You know, what? You go. No, no, no. I was just saying, yeah, like, I agree. Okay. So both of these both of these rivalries, Mahomes-Allen, Mahomes-Burrow, they both remind me a little bit of Brady-Manning. But I, I've got to say, I think this one a little bit more so. Because Patrick Mahomes, like Peyton Manning, throughout regular seasons, and even in some postseason time, has been considered probably the best quarterback in the league. And Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals always going into these games are the underdog. They're always the team that people predict to lose. Unless, they're, unless people are going to say, well... I see a, I see an ups, upset here. Okay, well we, we can we can predict upsets all day, but it's always it's always the Bengals as the underdog, and so far Burrow has had the best of them every single time, and like I don't know what it is like Joe like Justin said I don't know what it is about this Chiefs team, but they bring the best out of Joe Burrow every single time, and he's just killing it. He brings it. I, I, what I love about this kid is he brings his best foot forward when the when the light is shining brightest, and that's something that's something that says Brady to me. And now, am I going to compare him to Brady? No, he's probably not going to have nearly the same the same success as him. But he's he's a player where, who has some qualities that I think that I think you can relate to him, and you know. He's going like he, he has a similar they both have similar play styles to Peyton Manning, but I like how how both of these kids play really well um when it matters most. And these and it's not like the Bengals have just blown them out. These have been some really close games each and every time. So I'm actually I'm very I hope these two meet again in the postseason because this makes for some of the best sports television I've ever seen. Oh God! Why don't you stop it with with this Joe Burrow, Tom Brady nonsense? I I can't hear this garbage anymore. I can't stand it. Don't don't compare the two. What, is Tom Brady too good for that? I, Tom Brady is beyond too good for that. I will give him that. He did. Oh God! I can't with you. But, mm. I'm just saying between the two, if we're going to p- compare one to Brady and one to Manning, Mahomes is Manning and and Burrow's Brady. He's a player with with who's not as who's not as physically capable, but he just has the tools where when the light is shining brightest, he needs to he 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 comes out with the win. He plays at his best when the pressure's on. That's that says Brady to me. It doesn't it doesn't mean he's anywhere close to him, but it's a Brady like quality, is it not? Yeah, yeah but true. I don't know who who's Brady in this rivalry. I know we like to pick on Patrick Mahomes and say 
this, that, and the third. But he does have a Super Bowl ring, and he hasn't missed the AFC Championship game since he started. So it's not like he's not showing up in big games. Oh, yeah. You know, they, they failed in the second half of the AFC Championship game. It's not like he fails to show up. It's just the team just crumbled in that big moment. It's not like yeah. he hasn't shown up. Yeah, these are both these are both great. These are both very very good quarterbacks. In fact, Mahomes is on the brink of being considered a great quarterback. I'm I'm just saying if we're going to compare one to the other, this is this this could be the next great uh, quarterback rivalry. I thought I thought it was Josh Allen. I thought it was, but the more I see these these two quarterbacks play, the Chiefs and Bengals, I just can't not include Joe Burrow in this anymore. Joe Burrow is is now in the conversation. They've beat him three game three games in a row and they were complete battles. Both teams showed up, both quarterbacks showed up. But I mean, I got to look at Burrow and I got I I got to say he's had the better of him and Josh Allen has only won in the regular season games and Mahomes has had the best of of the Bills every single time in the postseason. You are not being fair. Because if you know a coin flip, flip the other way, we wouldn't be having this conversation oh, about Josh Allen. Come on. Enough with the frigging coin flip. Listen. I'm not listen, I'm not saying they would have won. All I'm saying oh, is yes, you whether are. or not they should have got the ball in overtime. All I'm saying is Josh Allen was cooking in the fourth quarter. Let's not act like he wasn't putting on a show. They could have won that game. His defense just choked. Yeah, well, coulda, woulda, shoulda. What do you want me to do? So let's not act like that game could have went another way. Let's not hold that against Josh Allen. That's the way it ends up going. Oh, literally. And didn't they have to come back in that in that game? Yes, like, they did. Yeah, they, they came back and took the lead. Why'd they fall so far behind to begin with? Yeah, I hear no lies. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes, if you have to dig yourself out of a big hole, then those, those small inconveniences are going to turn into a huge problem for them when you have to dig yourself out of something like that. And he did. His defense just failed to show up. He didn't do enough. Oh, my God. They lost the coin flip. Before we leave this topic, you don't believe Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback? Not yet. He's he's still too – both – all three of these quarterbacks are too young. Let's say they – were AFC championship appearances, two Super Bowl appearances, and a trophy. That's not good enough. Great is a term that's overused in sports. Yeah, you, he's got, you just got to get you. You have to do a, a little bit more. He's get. He, I'm saying he's close though. He needs a little if he bit gets more. Another one this year. Would you give it to him? If he yeah. gets a ring, no, no I a totally or AFC Championship appearance. I totally would. Yeah, I, I would say yeah, yeah. I'm about to say because that's five in a row. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. But if it, like if, if this if this winds up being it for him and like some injury happens or something mentally happens with him, then I could look at him like Aaron Rodgers. That, not even like Aaron Rodgers. Like nah. I don't want to cross sports like a Derrick Rose. That no, no. Oh boy, now you no. know. Let's I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You can't like it's when it's when it's this early in players' careers. I just can't. I can't get there yet. You got to give it some time. You got to give it some time. This isn't There's a, a lot of quarterbacks who who are great for small periods of time and then suck afterwards. I don't. I don't know. I just. But Patrick Mahomes is on the cusp, and Joe Burrow and Josh Allen have a long way to go. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Oh, all I'll right. just give you that and move on. So, CJ and I, we're, ta- we're, we're talking about 49ers, Dolphins. 
And we were we were thinking that the 49ers were not going to win this game. I mean, we 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 gave them a chance, but wow. The the four, the 49ers routed the Dolphins 33 to 17 and they did it with without not only Trey Lance, but also Jimmy Garoppolo. They had a third-string quarterback going in and tearing apart that Dolphins defense. And we're going to get to that next. You are listening to the Fumble Rooski podcast. This is the Fumble Rooski podcast by Power88 and Secret Weapon Consulting. Adam Wright here with CJ Medeiros and Justin Tucker. All right, guys. So, as I mentioned, teasing this segment, the 49ers beat the Dolphins 33-17. to However, here's the catch. They lost quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo for the season to a broken foot. So they've already lost uh, fourth overall pick Trey Lance. To an ACL tear, wasn't it? Was an ACL tear, correct? Something like that, yeah. Some something like that. I think oh, some. Mm-hmm. By the way, Adam, uh, I, oh, what's sorry, up? I did want to point out it. A lot of people were talking about uh, Garoppolo's broken foot, and I believe that I read a report saying it's not as serious as we thought, and he'll be out seven to eight weeks. Yeah, but they they still expect that yeah. to be season ending. I mean, seven to eight weeks at this point in mm-hmm. the season, um, unless they make like the Super Bowl. And then they have Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo heroically coming back. Uh, Tuck, you uh, you're you're muted. I know you tried to say something. Uh, if they can somehow make the NFC Championship like they did last year, I could see him coming back. All right. So that is actually what I was going to what I was going to ask is our question. So now they are working with this is so this guy is a a he was the he, he was as they call Mister Irrelevant the last overall pick in the 2022 NFL Draft, Brock Purdy. And he threw two touchdown passes, threw just nine yard, nine times, I think over 200 yards. And he, he managed to lead the team to a win. And here's the question I got, guys. With the offensive weapons that they have, the Christian McCaffreys, the Debo Samuels, the Brandon Ayukes, George Kittle, and the defense, the ferocious defense that they've had this year, and the offensive line that is, that is held together pretty well, do yeah. the 49 can the 49ers still be in the mix the rest of the season and perhaps beyond with a third string quarterback? Oh, absolutely. If they still have that defense intact like that, oh, absolutely. If they have the weapons that they do, like Devo, Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle, yeah, if they still have that line that can make any running back look good, regardless if it's Christian McCaffrey or not, oh, yes. As long as the quarterback doesn't make mistakes like Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, I could totally see this team making a deep run because they have the run game. They have the defense to apply pressure to any team. So they could give fits to anybody they go up against, regardless of the team. If they went up against the Eagles, I wouldn't be surprised if they beat them. 
I think the problem with the San Francisco 49ers is the injury at the quarterback position. However, Brock Purdy played pretty damn good in his first game. So all in all, I could see them making the playoffs, but how they how far they go is depending on how they use their quarterback and how reliant they'll be. All right. So Tuck says absolutely. CJ, what say you? I think they very well could go to the playoffs. As it sits right now, their division is obviously theirs to lose. But, you know, Brock Purdy was a seventh rounder, you know, for, for a reason. I mean, not every late round quarterback becomes Tom Brady, you see. Mm-hmm. And I do have confidence that maybe they can. I mean, look, if that offense can make Jimmy Garoppolo look good, I would imagine it could make Brock Purdy look good because they have a very, because uh, with that line, and that group of weapons, it, it could kind of be like a plug-and-play system. You know, like you just put in anyone and they could probably succeed. But I will i wouldn't go that far. But it, it does, you know, kind of warrant a cursory mention. Then, uh, you know, you, you look at like the Niners, like I said, as, as a team, and I think Purdy should be fine. He did pretty well. I mean, he did get the job done. All he has to do is be a game manager and not make mistakes, which I know is tough for a rookie, but I think he'll be fine. I, I, yeah. I do. I, and yeah. I, I He'll go to the playoffs. Like, I mean, Niners, even like at every other position, they're fine, and I think they can carry Purdy if need be. Yeah, I mean, I look at this, I look at this team, and especially the way with the way they are, this offense is built off running after the catch. If this quarterback, if they have any quarterback who can throw more than 20 yards down the field or uh, uh, and be able to throw for some kind of accuracy, then they have them they, they're, they're going to be in the mix still. They don't need a Joe Burrow or a Patrick Mahomes to lead them to the promised land, especially with the offensive weapons that they have. They don't need a quarterback who can do more than less, uh, excuse me, more with less because they don't have less. They have everything you could possibly need. One of the best quarter, uh, one of the best best tight ends in the league. Two of the better wide receivers that you could get. You have a great running game led by Christian McCaffrey and a very good offensive line that's going to keep you on your feet, plus a defense that's going to pick up the slack. Like, what else could you possibly ask for if you were a quarterback, especially a seventh rounder, and you need all the help that you could get? Not only a seventh rounder, but a rookie. Mr. Irrelevant, last overall pick. I mean, wow. They, I think that I think they can do it. It's in theory, it can work. I'm not making any predictions, but theoretically, with the way this offense is built and the way Brock Purdy looked, this team should still be in the mix, even like Jimmy Garoppolo or not. And it's crazy how we even sit like that's how much, that's how great uh, this this 49ers team around Jimmy Garoppolo was. That I, I can say I can talk about Jimmy Garoppolo and say that there's they're a championship contender. Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> if we were to talk about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, then yeah, like you need your quarterback. But if all you need is Garoppolo, that says a lot about the talent that you have on this team. Okay. Okay. Where do you rank Jimmy Garoppolo to say all you need is Garoppolo? Like where where would you put him? You can make a case he's not top fifteen. Mm, yeah. All right. I think yeah. Mm. Mm. 
I don't like, think I they think, depend on their quarterback, but I'm not saying he's a scrub either. I think no, he's I don't think a he's scrub. a scrub either. I just think he's a very just above average serviceable quarterback. Like I'll say I'll say this much. Uh Kirk Cousins is better than him. I mean, that was obvious, but y'all been telling me Kirk Cousins wasn't a top ten quarterback, and I've been saying this for years. I don't think he's top ten. Whatever. That's Let's... another that's another argument to be had. And whenever we talk about the Vikings next, as mm-hmm. I they did win this, they did win this week against the against the great Jets team led by the great Mike White in a in an absolute duel. So that was that was that was something that happened happened this week too. We're not talking about it today though, but are we ready to move on to our next topic? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we all stand in agreement that this 49ers team Regardless of who they have at quarterback, they'll still be in the mix. So, next, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Those are names that are very familiar to NFL fans. Unfortunately, lo- like low-key, they have not hit the top 10 uh, as quarterbacks this season. So, this, this has been a, a disastrous season for them. But they had a little glimpse of hope this season, both of them, this past week, with comeback victories. We're going to talk about that and possibly if they have some juice left, uh, some juice left uh, for the rest of their careers. This is the Fumble Ruski podcast. You are listening to the Fumble Ruski podcast by Power 88 and Secret Weapon Consulting. Adam Wright, CJ Medeiros, Justin Tucker with you. And so, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers had showed some flashes of their former selves by pulling off some impressive comebacks this past week um, for their respected teams. And it led me to think, it was literally last year where these two finished one and two in the MVP voting. Just last year, man. So, guys, is there any chance either of these quarterbacks, not just this year, but like a couple years down the road, do they ever find their way back to the pinnacle of NFL quarterback play before they retire? When you mean uh, the NFL pinnacle? As in, like, where the like relatively where they have been in the in the uh, in the past, you know, in in the past couple of years. Maybe not MVP level. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. Justin, do you want to take this one or should I? I'll, I'll take this one going first. Uh, All right, first cool. things first. Uh, congratulations to Tom Brady for and Aaron Rodgers for getting the job done. Uh, Tom Brady. Uh, Looked good in the fourth quarter. Didn't look too good in the first three quarters, but looked solid in in the fourth quarter. Able to get that comeback one against the hapless Saints of all teams. Congratulations. 
uh, Aaron Rodgers once again proved he is the mayor of Chicago and once again rubbed his nutsack all over that team once again. So as unfortunate as it is for the Bears, Aaron Rodgers shows you why he's clutch. Um, I'm not sure if they can reach the pinnacle, but I believe they can both be serviceable at the at the later stages of their career. I'm not sure if they'll be MVP caliber players. But yeah, I believe they'll be serviceable wherever they go. It doesn't matter the team, but because of how good they are. Yeah, I think they'll be serviceable, but not MVP-like. All right, CJ? First of all, even if Aaron Rodgers were the mayor of Chicago, he would still do a better job than their current one because he's not an atrocity. However, the Packers' season... That in it, that itself is an atrocity. Now let me tell you something. Do I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be back to like being the pinnacle or near there? I do not, because the Packers I don't think are too keen on getting him a wide receiver. One, if they weren't, then they're not going to now. Rodgers is on the way out. He's very unhappy. The only way he has a prayer at it is if he goes to another team. Then you look at Tom Brady. 49ers. <laughs> no. With that no. Oh, with that absolute juggernaut of a team that he We're has around this. him. If he goes to the I'm not if he this. goes there, man. No, he went to the Bucks, he got his damn ring. He needs to I'm not talking I wasn't talking about Brady. I was talking about Rogers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, yeah. Brady too. I mean, I feel like Brady would be better in San Fran than Rogers. Oh, stop. All right, what what what's your issue? Rogers is a whiny little child. He cannot lead. He led his team to a Super Bowl. Stop that. Number one. Oh yeah. Well, well, how long ago was that, Justin? How long ago was that? He's a different man now than he was then. If he he's has a well-known yeah, diva, he can't get along if he with anyone. San Francisco. He's winning another ring. No, he is not. Aaron Rodgers oh, is a yes. certified, bona fide playoff choker. Oh, my that is goodness. He's, he's not good. a playoff choker. He disappears when he gets to the playoffs, and you know it just as well as I do. Stop it. His All team right. disappears. It's not him. But right. I digress. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Didn't he literally lose to – speaking of the Niners, didn't he literally lose to a team that didn't score a single offensive touchdown in the playoffs? Or is that someone else? I forgot. Might have been someone else. Might have been yeah. All right. Anyway, but CJ, before I was interrupted, CJ, I do. There's a there's a level that you could play where you could be like Tom Brady, and there's a level you could be at where you were like Aaron Rodgers before this season. That's the question. Do you think he can get back to that level? No, I don't. Where he's in the mix. I don't. Brady. Uh, I'm not too keen on that either. Brady's also another one who needs to retire. I think he has a better chance at Rodgers because Tom Brady just doesn't friggin' age. But I would give Brady the slight edge there. But either, but all in all, I don't think either of them are really going to return to their – It's not too late, Brady. Start collecting those AARP checks. Yeah, the AARP. You know, we just <laughs> – I forgive you. All right. About that time. Let me explain to you why Tom Brady – absolutely should not retire after this season and I was going to say that I was going to say that he should retire after this year I said that before before last season I said I wouldn't I'd be fine if he retired after this year I would but then 
then all his all his family issues that he had came up. Now he doesn't he now his family is in shambles. So you don't come out of retirement, lose your family, and then just retire after that, right after that year. Just like all right, all right, I'm done. I'm done. We're 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 done here. He go can literally to, be a sportscaster though. Go back to home go back home to an empty house. Do you do you give up your family to be a sportscaster or to be the yeah. athlete? To be uh, to continue to be the cares? greatest. He's of all Tom Brady. Brady. He can literally start a new family. He's Tom Brady. He can pull anyone he wants. Oh my God. But why would point. you want to start a new family? You have you have what you had. What you had was great. You were the greatest you, you quarterback of all time. A, you had you a, could give your and kids you, and a new C, stepmom CJ, or something. I talk, CJ, I talk, you talk. I talk, you talk. You had the greatest you, – you were the greatest quarterback of all time. You had a great family. And you decided to put that all in jeopardy because you decided – you became undecisive this past off season and retired – and then two months later, you come out of retirement. If you were to go, if he was to go up to Giselle, um, let's say just you know just after his loss, he says, "Listen, I want to I, I want to retire soon. I wanted to play through the age forty five season. Let me do this one last year, and then I'm done." He should have done that. What he did? Who says what he, he didn't? But what he? How do you what, know he didn't? He probably didn't. How do you know? Well, Explain we, we, to me precisely how you know. How I know? Yeah, no, because no, no. he because he retired. How do you know she didn't strong arm into it? Strong arm him into it, and he <laughs> said, "All right, enough is enough." Because he came out of retirement. No, that's what he said. She's uh, that's what I think. She basically forced him into retirement. He's like, "That's it, I'm done." CJ, we don't know that though. Yeah, and you don't know. And you don't even know your thing. So, like, so what's the point? You can't just say, oh, yeah, this totally didn't happen. And you can't just discredit my thing. We both know the same amount. All right. So then I'll rephrase. If, in fact, he did wholeheartedly or half-heartedly but wholeheartedly tell her that I'm going to retire at age at uh, this past off season, and then come out of retirement, then that was a stupid decision. Stupid. Dumb. If that was if that was the case, but what he did, what he did, what he sh- what he should have done is just say this will be my last year, and then I'm done, and I'm all yours after that. I'll spend much more time with my family. <laughs> yeah, that's what he should have done. But now you you put like why would you jeopardize all of what you have? You have it all, and now when it, whenever you're tired, whenever that's going to be, you're gonna go home. You're gonna come home to an empty house. I'm just saying, like, he really? should have, like, he sh- he should, like, and at this point, you might as well just play a few more years. No. Because, you j- because what what would be the point of him jeopardizing his whole family for that? He can still you, talk he's to his kids, just his wife. He can get a new one. Jesus Christ. You you talk about it as if it's just like you're you're just going to the store, you're just picking he's, someone he's up. He's Tom friggin' Brady. The man can pull any woman he wants. Yeah, but not everyone is just like, you know, it's not just it's not all about looks. I'm also anybody who is not, I mean, dude, he's anybody, rich and he's famous. He's rich and he's famous. That doesn't attract good women most of the time. So he's it's a good start. Yeah, it's a good it start. Most, it's a a lot of a lot of them are just going to leave. 
because or they're just he doesn't even have to get remarried the money he doesn't even have to get remarried he really doesn't we might just have to move on from the segment because we just won't agree on this all i wanted was tom brady to be a supportive father i can't get that right now and that's and that's kind of my point is that why is why would he come out of retirement and accept the fact that there's a that they he's divorced he he divorced his wife who he's been with for over for over 10 years, happily married with a couple of kids, and then just retire after that one year. This man spent I don't think he ever wanted to retire. I really don't. F it, I F agree. Kids and went back into playing football. That's crazy. I agree. I think he made that decision without act without fully being into it. Because like if you remember from what he was from so, from times when he was talking to the media, he was counting the days since he retired. This guy, this guy was never fully. He was never fully into the retirement. All right, he should, he should, but, he should stay retired. All right, but next we're going to move into our week fourteen waiver wire pickups, guys. For a lot of leagues, this is our last week before the fantasy football playoffs, or second to last. We're we're getting close to playoff time, and it is the playoff push. And you guys need all hands on deck, including hauling in some guys from the waiver wire. And we have you covered. Don't go anywhere. This is the Fumble Rooski Podcast. Welcome back to the Fumble Rooski podcast. Adam Wright, CJ Medeiros, Justin Tucker. We are on to our week 14 waiver wire pickups for this season. Getting very close to playoff time as I uh, as I previously stated, and you guys are going to need all the help you can get to get into your fantasy playoffs and win your leagues. So without further ado, here we go. Kicking it off with the running backs, we have Cam Akers and James Cook. For wide receivers, we have Darius Slayton and Michael Gallup. For tight ends, we have Noah Fant and Chigozium Okonkwo. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Uh, Quarterbacks, streamers, we have Tyler Huntley at Pittsburgh and Brock Purdy versus Tampa Bay. As for defense and special teams streamers, we have Chiefs at Denver and Seahawks versus Carolina. All right, so that does it for our Week 14 waiver wire pickups. Next, we are going to get to our fan box where we asked you guys to rank your top three teams in all of football right now. This is go- this was a fun one to do. I loved getting you guys' answers, and you guys are going to hear them right here on the Fumble Rooski podcast. That's next. Don't go anywhere. Down with a 
You're listening to the Fumble Rooski Podcast by Power 88 and Secret Weapon Consulting. Adam Wright, CJ Medeiros, Justin Tucker. So, we have reached the fan box portion of our show where we post a question filter on our Instagram every Monday and you can respond with hot takes, questions, and more and we will discuss it and give you a shout out the next day on our podcast. Respond to next week's fan box question to be featured on our show. Now, the question of our week, of the week, more of a demand. Rank your top three teams in the NFL right now. All right. So Ian Mulhern led off by saying Eagles, Cowboys, Bills. And I got to say, the Bills have carved their, uh, excuse me, the Cowboys have carved their way into that conversation. I mean, it's a well-rounded team. Everywhere you look, they could beat you in many different ways. And that's usually, I mean, those are the teams that are the most lethal come postseason time. Um, Isaac Zonana said, Chiefs, Eagles, Dolphins. Finns lost. We played the best defense in the league with no O-line. So can you tell that he's a Dolphins fan? <laughs> um, so he has a point there. They have one of the better um, uh, front sevens in the league, the 49ers. And um, the Dolphins were missing both of their tackles. So they're, they're, one of them, Austin Jackson, he's been out for most of the season. This is his 10th game that he missed, and he's going to miss at least four more because he's on IR now. Um, also, uh, Taron Armstead, their prized acquisition uh, from this uh, – their a free agent ad uh, from this offseason, he was out as well. So you have an out there, but still, all the great teams, the top three teams learn how to get around that, especially when the uh, that 49ers team has a third-string quarterback. Um, Daniel Blazyak said, one Chiefs, two Vikings, three Bills, honorable mention Jets. Can you tell he's a Jets fan? So you know, the Jets the Jets have been respectable this year, but, I mean, I got to respect the team spirit with the Jets. And they, they this is probably one of the better Jets teams uh, since the, let's say, 2015. That was a good Jets team. See, and, you know. I just want to say one thing about the Jets. Their record doesn't show it, but you can make a case that they're the worst team in that division. Even worse than New England because they have a better record than New England, but New England swept them in the division. New England beat them twice. Yeah, but New England's not that good this year. No, New England's not, but I mean, are the Jets? The Jets, the have Jets a better are much worse. Uh, yeah, they, they are, but you have to admit, when it comes to offensive production and future out for the rest of the year, the Jets are much, and I mean they're much worse than their record shows. Well, they're seven and five. I think their record is pretty is mm. pretty. In, it's indi- It's I think it's indicative enough for them to. I think seven and five is about where they should be. No, um, especially that like, offense. No, I would say so. Garrett Wilson's legit. That kid's been okay, showing out. And okay, and and who else? Mean and. What do you mean? Player. What do I mean? Do you not speak the King's English? And okay, and who else this season's going to help? Mike White. They had Brees Hall for half of the oh, season. Oh, I'm sorry. And how, how did Mike White do last game? 300 yards and uh, what? Two picks? Hmm. 300 yeah, yards yeah, is pretty good. Sure they were still in that game. It would have been better than Zach Wilson. He's been a better player than Zach Wilson. Yeah, but well, you know, if you got two quarterbacks, you got none. And I'm not saying the Pats don't have two quarterbacks. I'm literally just saying, like, they were literally swept twice. I mean, I mean, they 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 were swept by the team with the worst division than them. I mean, with the worst record than them. All you right, upsets not? happen. You got it. But twice upsets happen. You made you made your point. They also they also made it a one possession game against the Vikings this past week, 
who are what okay. ten and two now. Adam, so that's a that's Adam, pretty good. Drop it. Just drop it. All right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't care about position games. Did they win? Yes or no? Like we got to get. What do you mean? They they lost, but it, they're, okay, they're yeah, exactly. Team. So it doesn't right. matter if it's a one score game. You could lose by one point. You could lose by twenty. The final, the the, the only thing that matters is the <sighs> W or the L. You did this. He named him as an honorable mention because he's a Jets fan. Okay, just yeah, relax. I know, and he needs to learn. Oh, I'm just kidding, Daniel. We love you. Wait, that is Blaziak, right? Blaziak, yeah. He, okay, yeah. He, li- he likes a lot of our stories, and he responds to almost every uh, fan box no. question. I know, Daniel. Just don't take it on the chin, man. We're messing around. All right, maybe. Um, Grayson Mortimer. Grayson Mortimer said one Eagles, two Chiefs, three Bills. I would say that's pretty good. That's, yeah, a, that's a good range. Allow it. Yeah, I think the Bills have come back down to earth a little bit because everyone saw them as like the legitimate number one. No one's even close. And now you can name a lot of other teams in that number one spot, namely the Eagles or Chiefs. Um, Diego Huertas said Eagles, Bills, and Bengals. No. Eagles, Bengals. I mean, look, I mean, they're getting right. better, and they did beat the Chiefs, but I don't Three? know. Three? No, no, absolutely not. It's a bit of a stretch now, but if they – I mean, let's say they only lose five. one. Let's say they, they only lose one game for the rest of the season. That's a 12-5 and five record. They I still think that's worthy. Yes. They still got to see us again. Oh, boy. I think that's worth. I think that's worthy of consideration of being top three. But we're talking about top three right now. Um, but the Bengal, the Bengals have been red hot lately. Also, you talk about us, as in your Ravens. Uh, Lamar Jackson's going to be out one to th- one to three weeks. They still got to come see us, Adam. It don't matter. Well, if they finish, oh, with oh a yeah, record, because I can't believe it's not Lamar is so good. All right, we still have the division lead over them. We still have the head-to-head matchup over right him. now. If they finish right with now. a better record, then it none of that matters. If, whatever. Yeah, and if you win, and that is, it is going to be a good matchup. That's a game I can't yeah. wait for. I, that's yeah, going I, to be a I good agree. game. It better be a good game. If one of if one of the other blows out, uh, blows out the other team, then man, that's going to be a disappointment because that's a game that I am actually looking forward to. Um, all right, where were we? Uh, Stephen Parker, our Bengals fan. And you can oh, guess boy. who he had in his top three. So he had Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. I'm not sure. So this is AFC. Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. And then he had NFC. Dallas, Eagles, then Vikings. So he went bold and put Dallas over Philadelphia. And Philadelphia, Dallas and Philadelphia, same division. But he had the, the, he had the Cowboys over them. The Eagles literally – are ahead of them in the division, but whatever. Dallas does look look pretty good this year, though. Yeah, yeah, they do. They always um, look good <laughs> until the playoffs. And he and he's talking about top three, like in that in each conference. He yeah, kind of he went he divided it by conference. So that's 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 if if you're talking by conference, I w- you can make a case for for the Bengals. Then I can forgive. Um, Patrick Williver, he's also a big Bengals guy. He's a Cowboys fan, but he loves the Bengals. And he had the, he did have the Cowboys at number one, then the Bills, and then the Bengals. So he had two of his top th- his favorite teams who are playing red hot, like great football right now. Um, but th- those are those are decent picks. I think that's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Once again, not too bullish on Cincy. I think I see. I think Cincy 
they're they're hot right now. Yeah, and it's a, it's yeah, a, yeah. a lot of it's about momentum. All right, Connor Fallon said Chiefs, Eagles, and Vikings. So we we are getting a lot of the same answers, but it's in different orders. So it's it's more interesting. So Chiefs, the Chiefs are coming off are coming off a loss right now, but let's not forget they've been undermanned for pretty much like a big portion of this season. So if they get healthy and everyone's hitting their stride, that's a dangerous team that can beat anybody. Um, Brogdon Hill said Eagle uh, Eagles Chiefs Vikings, and if I had a four, it's Cowboys. That's a good one, but I think yeah. – call me crazy, but I might have the Cowboys, despite the record, I might have the Cowboys over the Vikings. Yeah, I do too. That's fair. Just because, like, they're, like the Vikings are 10-2, and two, but their schedule hasn't been all that tough. Also, they had that one signature win against the Bills, yeah. but that was it. Also, I got to ask, didn't the Cowboys literally just, like, eviscerate the Vikings two weeks ago? Yeah, yeah that's right. They killed them. They actually they they demolished them and they dropped to a three, fifty burger. It? Yeah, and they and they just dropped a fifty burger on uh, on Indianapolis. Yeah, was it like thirty three unanswered in the fourth or something? like Something that? like that on Sunday Night Football. They they demolished mm-hmm. them. Um, all right, where were we? Eli Turner said. So we went three to one. So his number three is the Cowboys. His number two is the Chiefs, and his number one is the Eagles. Yeah, I can see that. It's a decent one. It's solid. You got to have. I mean, the AF, the NFC East is probably the best division in football right now. Yeah, so but, good that when you have the bottom two teams face off each against each other, neither of them can win the game. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Ain't that something? You got Taylor Heineke who is leading this Washington uh, this Washington Commanders team to a possible playoff berth. Wow. All right, uh, Brian Mucker. Said, oh boy, Eagles, Chiefs, Bengals. He's in the other room. Hear that, Brian? Don't encourage it. All right, I won't. I won't encourage him. Um, so he he said Eagles, Chiefs, Bengals. So he had the Bengals at number three right now. If we're talking power hmm. rankings, like who is the best right now? Like take away the records, who is the hottest team? You might you might have to include the Bengals. Perhaps. If we talk about overall, like this season, you probably can't make that case because they had a really, really, really rough start to the year. But they're they're starting to come together. Um, Mallory Kleppel said Chiefs, Eagles, Bills. So I I think she's I'm pretty sure she's a Chiefs fan just from her Instagram. Um, And she's she's commented a lot of Chiefs stuff uh, for us in the past. And especially on the fan box, but the chiefs are a good pick they, when they're, when they are healthy, then they can beat anyone, but the Eagles also deserve recognition and the bills, the bills are a team that can also beat anybody at any given Sunday. Uh, Luke Banning said one uh, Eagles at one 49ers at two uh, three is the Bengals. And he's also said all about momentum in the NFL. It's what I'm saying. The Bengals overall this season may not be top three, but right now you could even make a case they're like number one because it's them and the Cowboys, and those are the two hottest teams in the NFL right now. They're killing everyone right now. Yeah. Um, all right. Fair enough. So Jack Briel had three hot takes for his top three. Cowboys, Cowboys, and Cowboys. 
Can you tell he's a Cowboys fan? I think he's an Eagles fan. <laughs> um, it's a strong well, no for me. Cowboys are Cowboys fans are real loud right now, and their their yeah. team is playing well enough. Yeah, and I just I just hope the playoffs. I just yeah. hope their fans, their fan base, doesn't get so annoying that it, it makes you want to root against them because this this is a likable team. That ship has sailed, Adam. I love listen. I love CD Lamb. Has nothing to do with the fact that I have him in my fantasy lineup. It does. Oh no! But it, it does. totally not. And I also have Dalton Schultz on my fa- on one of my fantasy teams. Also, I have uh, I have Tony Pollard and I have Ezekiel Elliott. Uh, I bought in hard on the uh, on the Cowboys offense oh, this year, God. and it's it's working out so far. It is working out, even though uh, it's kind of a one-two punch between Elliott and Pollard. Um, but Brendan H underscore seventeen. Um, Cowboys, Chiefs, Eagles. So a lot of a lot of kind of the same answers we're getting. Again, different uh, different order, but the Cowboys at number one. The Cowboys mm. at number one. Do we think? No, I disagree. I mean, they're top three, but I don't think they're number one. They they have a little bit. They have a little ways to go to pass their uh, division rival Eagles, but the Chiefs are right there. And number two, I think that's a solid pick. Uh, Zachary Stilson said Eagles at one, Chiefs at two, Cowboys at three. A lot of the Eagles at one. And I don't think we've talked about them enough this segment. Pretty yeah. good team. Well, they I do mean, have the best record in the league. What are they, like 11-1, 10-1? I believe. Yeah. Um, they That's a team that another team, like the Cowboys, who can beat you in several different ways. If they need to run the ball, they can do that. If they need to get to beat you in a defensive rock fight, they can do that as well. If they need to pass all the time, AJ Brown and Devontae Smith got you covered with Dallas Goddard there as well. That's it. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like, where's the weakness? The offensive line. I don't know. I, I haven't really looked much in their offensive line, but Jalen Hurts has been upright, which is what like, and he hasn't been killed. And I believe he's not in the top five in in time in uh times sacked this season I don't, he's not the top five in 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 sacks so i can say i can say that um so slater griffin said bears lions and falcons also the sky is green the grass is blue uh what else what else could we say that's uh it's opposite day right mm-hmm. yeah of course yep and uh we are the worst podcast in the uh uh out there but only on opposite day. Only on opposite day, baby. But I, I, I'm guess. I mean, I would guess that this is a joke. Well, he forgot the Texans. I mean, you know, Texans. Yeah, you gotta consider that, especially like, you know. Yeah, I mean the. I mean the Falcons in this. The Falcons in this in in their division are kind of in the playoff hunt still. The Texans are like out. They they only have one win to their name. Didn't the Texans like get eliminated from playoff contention? Yes. It was them in Chicago, right? Back-to-back years. Back-to-back years being the first team to be eliminated, the Texans. It's the Houston difference. That's the Houston difference. All right. Any other thoughts before we end the show tonight? Nope. You want to cover the Baker thing real quick? Oh, yeah, yeah. You wanted to get to that? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I'll I'll get it. So, yeah. Uh, Baker Mayfield was released. And – 
Uh, he went through waivers. Uh, he, he was heavily rumored that the 49ers would want him. That was a position of need for them as right now they have the third-string quarterback going in Brock Purdy, the 49ers. But he didn't make it that uh, that way. He didn't clear waivers. And it turns out the Los Angeles Rams picked him up. And I guess mm-hmm. that kind of makes sense because Matthew Stafford's on IR. Uh, Wolford, uh, what's his name? John Wolford? Mm-hmm. He's been he's been in and out of the lineup. Whoever that whoever the other guy is, Perkins. Has, yeah, Perkins. He's been in and out. So they they add another body there. I guess Baker Mayfield could keep the team kind of afloat. But I mean, they're not even. It's not even. There's no. There's nothing good about them losing right now. Hmm. Nothing. I mean, they're they're like. I mean, they, they have to. I mean, they they have to keep fighting for their season. You can't just give up and tank. You don't have anything to tank for. Yeah, they don't have any cap space. They lost their number. They lost their. They they don't have. So their first round pick right now is Detroit's. And the more the more the Rams lose, the better that number one pick for the Lions is. And they already have a top five pick. So the Lions looking like the biggest winner out of this uh, out of this trade deal so far. Surprisingly, not out of the playoffs just yet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's 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 at that point. All right, guys. Anything else? We done. No, yep. I'm good. I'm fine. All right. So that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. We have new episodes out on Tuesdays and Fridays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also have all our episodes available on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. Otherwise, we'll see you next week over and out.